Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. My goodness, it's Wednesday already. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness and off we go for another day. In paradise, although it's going to confuse you a little because it's really hot today. This is it. Nice in the mornings yeah, and evenings. Perfect. 106 in the afternoon. You'll be fine. Boo-hoo. It's one more. You know, a little run with this, and then it'll be perfect. Don't worry about it. You live in the best city in America, and uh, people just don't they don't know that, but it really is. It's awesome here. So we're starting to feel that crisp, getting ready for the uh, reason we all live here feeling, which we is great. We just can't put our Halloween... I know. Good, good. It's too soon, and they look like garbage. I got two people in my neighborhood with all that trash in their front yard. We got lasers already up. It's not festive. It's just filth. Yeah, it's it just looks like you haven't cleaned your front yard in a long time. If it was two or three days before, again, this September Halloween thing is. How sad is your life that you need to be festive in front in the front yard for a month at a time? That's dedicated to one day. The ones I just see sadness. I see sadness when it's this early. There's something they're they're miserable inside. They're trying to grasp onto anything. That makes the people who do Easter or Valentine's Day decorations outside, and the whole place goes nuts. I just you're, you're just trying to avoid the truth, the reality that your life is just awful. That's all I see. Speaking of, I got this email. I got it this morning. Then this guy named Jeff is emailed in, and he goes, "Dude, I'm 41. I'm back in the dating game. I went on a date last week. First time." Uh, I'd been with this girl and one of my first dates since my divorce. Uh, she actually asked me out. She said to me in an email, because we've known each other for a while, I'd love to take you to dinner sometime. I have the email. I have it. We had a good time. And then after a week, I hadn't really heard from her. So I called her yesterday and I said, hey, I had a really good time with you. Let's try that again. And she said an exact word. Sorry for the slur. I don't date. Word for cheap people. Right. I had fun. <laughs> And then I paid and you never offered, so I'll never see you again. Isn't it if you ask, you pay? I'm 41. I'm back in the dating world. I'm trying to be a modern man. 
Uh, there's no, there's a new way to trap us, boys. That's all I'm saying. Jeff, she's hot too. I really screwed this one up. Yeah, you ask, you pay. Yeah, that's the rule. But again, at the same time, you're a guy. You're supposed you to. have to offer, even on the you ask, you pay. Is right. You, I agree. You, you're, you know, when do you not like? I've never done it where I'm like not even reach. But do they? That's a double standard. It is a huge double Date, standard. Dating right? is different. I know, but she asked him out. She asks, says, I'd like to, in the, in the, in, I think the reason he was reiterating that he has the email, I have it. It says, I'd like to take you to dinner. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's like still, she wants to, he but, still but needed how, to ask. How yeah, much yeah. did he go out of the way? Yeah. Maybe it, he did. Right. He never mentioned that once. No. Lose the alligator arms and, you know, I right. mean, you got you got to at least reach for the wallet. I don't think it's fair that he gets the alligator arms tag in this new world of I can do anything you can do. Uh, you know, it's not even new. It's the you know modern it, way. I'm going to ask you out. You play the game the old way. You want to do it. You want to do it the new way, where you're asking guys out. Then you do it the way guys have always done it. And you, he had, you an, kick he had an opportunity. There. I agree, but Here, I, I know here's the opportunity that he um, had. But now he knows that yeah. she asked him out. She goes, "I want to take you to dinner." You're paying, and she's well, no, she's paying. And, you, and she's refusing, you know, like you want to say, you want to put in. And he's like, no, I asked you out. I'm paying for it. Okay, right. I'll let you do this as long as we can do it again. And I right. pay. Right. As long as I can take you out to dinner. Yeah. That's There's your follow-up. The whole reason If you, you had pay. a good time with it. Right. But And then she called you a slur anyway. You might have dodged a bullet on this one. But you have nothing <laughs> to lose. <laughs> she called him a Larry. And it's not fair. And she threw that bomb out instead of ever discussing it with him. Like, hey, you know, I, I was a little put off by the. Yeah, did he respond right. to the? Uh, I he, hope he responded with F- you, bigot. <laughs> Just make her feel terrible. But I guess that is true. So I kind of I emailed back with him and I said, look, I said basically that too. I said, you could have offered. I understand what you're trying to do. And she's wrong. It's another girl test. It's a girl test. And nothing is ever legitimate. She didn't want to pay for dinner. She yeah. got mad when she had to. She wanted a man to step right. in there. And that I was reading about this the other day, too. They, they have a camp in uh, Colorado, a man camp. And it isn't about, like, being a modern man or trying to learn. It's like being a man. It's like dudes being men. Cowboy camp, which sounds kind of gay to me. A bunch of dudes you know, riding around, that? hanging out in the woods together, and ponies and... But they have cowboy camps. Now we're going out in the woods back. blindfolded. <laughs> it's very broke back. But they go out there and they say, you know, they're they're tired of, I guess it was more of a, they're tired of trying to figure it out. And they're just going to establish themselves as old-fashioned dudes. And if ladies don't like it, they don't like it. How do we break these fillies? Yeah. I, you know, I, when you talk to women, they're like, I want a guy who's this, but I really want like a, they want a rugged Marlboro man. They want a guy. They want us to vacillate between their feelings, though. It's like sometimes they want you to be the badass that's kind of wandering around in the duster and the cowboy hat, tipping, you know, how you doing, ladies, and taking care of everything. And then every once in a while, they're in a mood where you're kind of their best friend and you're listening and you like to do the dishes. <laughs> it's just you can't win. We have fairly simple rules as men. Lick it, occasionally grab the bag. That's about it. That's really all we've got. If you're doing that, you're, you're keeping up. You're keeping up with everything. Just lick it. We like that. And uh, play around with it. That's really all we need. We're a lot easier, though. The, the rest is out. syrup on our ice yeah. cream. We're fine with that. We like the other stuff. But for the most part, if you're just keeping up with that, 
You got us. If you're not, then we're like, now we got to listen to you too. You heard when Brad Williams was here that time. He goes, I made $35,000 in three days doing this corporate thing. And I came home and, you know, I told her, this is a huge weekend for me. Like a gigantic weekend. And uh, how about a little something for the effort? And she didn't even, and he goes, you know, I, I bring home 35 grand. I don't even get a BJ. That's all we care about. I was like, we did our part. All we ask is you do this. What am I, a prostitute? Yeah. No. no. Not really. You're kind of my girlfriend or wife. You should want to be blowing it, me for 35 grand. It just I think goes that's... a long way, too. Oh, it, it just keeps us in. It just keeps us together. Like once we'll once listen we're, a lot longer. How your day went? We'll care. We'll pretend to at least. Is that all this is? I hate to kind of say it, but in a, in a small way, yes, yeah, that was part of the deal. When Debbie came over, Debbie, which one was fifty? <laughs> oh my God, she's got her. You know fridge. the one at the. Oh, that Debbie. Okay. She was at, um, she's at Becky's reception. Like I don't remember who Becky is. Oh, what was the big ass? That's right. Oh, okay. the fat yeah. one. Yeah. That's how we have to be told. You know, she's the one who works over at the pharmacy. She's married to Todd. <laughs> which one was Todd? Todd is the tall one. He used to remember. He went to BYU. All right. Are you talking about the big fat lady and that bald guy? Oh my God, you're an asshole. Yes. <laughs> So the fat one that, that I was laughing at, it, you kept elbowing me because she would, she ate everybody's lasagna? Okay, shut up. Anyway, she was at Becky's reception. What was I talking about? Thank God. I'm not the only one in the room who doesn't know. Yeah, so there's cowboy camp now. You can go up to Colorado and ride horses and say, sometimes you just got to spit on them. I don't know what they're teaching them up there, but cowboy camp. I'm interested in going because I think it's a bunch of dudes who have no idea what's going on. Well, you know that that one that went around, but it was more religious base. Oh, the man, that that was hilarious to me because that was just packed like, stadium, yeah, fifty thousand lost dudes just looking for an answer, just trying to figure out what in the world do I say to one of them? And the dude who's teaching him wasn't he just banging everybody? He had like the original guy was that coach from Colorado, Colorado McCartney, coach, yeah. I think, or McCartney. And he's telling them how to be better at being husbands and yeah, better at being men. Son, I stepped outside the marriage. And he's posing on the road like crazy. <laughs> Funny, but yeah, you got that whole thing going on. So try to be a a decent person. But if a girl asks you to dinner, I would. You know what? If she's got the balls to say, "Hey, I want to ask you to dinner." Just say, all right, but I'm paying, like, right away and see where she sits, even if you don't want to. And if she says, uh, no, you're not, this one's on me, now you've established it. But if you, I, that's my rule. If you ask me to do something, you're paying for it. I'll ki- but I usually do end up throwing at least, at least reaching, you know. I went out with Brett last night, cheapskate. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, even, don't he even. He didn't pay. I don't paid for even. all of it. We were at the pub and grub. You invited me. Oh, I invited you. You were there first. That's because I live close. That's pretty greedy. I invited you. Didn't you and he didn't even wait in the goddamn car until the guy who invited him got in there. Just got a seat and goes, all, all right, right John Yahoo, don't even start. <laughs> yep. I whipped my card out. And what did they do? They gave it to the waitress, the whole crew. The oh, whole lies. Oh, that's I got exactly witnesses. Three witnesses. And they all watched the card go to the waitress. <laughs> He's got this was the words I heard from my friend Mark, who just handed the, come on, a reunion at the pub and grub. And we had to, and I, I was blown away. I got to tell you, uh, how many, like seven, eight, nine drinks yeah. at the pub and grub? 48 bucks. That's pretty good. I was spending $40 a drink at a place called Ambiente. 40 bucks a drink. 48 for like seven of them. 
At least. Yeah. At the P&G? Oh, at yeah. the Pub and Grub. No grub. The one so far away, that would be my, my place to do beer. Place that hasn't changed since we were in Has not at all. And Did add, you have any grub? No, I don't grub at the Pub and Grub. I'm on a cleanse, so I'm not eating right now. Oh, thank right. God. Because that could have been dangerous. Although I hear it's great. <laughs> it is. And I had a couple guys come over and go, hey, are you Holmberg? And I'm like, yeah. I knew it. Thank you for coming to our little, and I believe he goes, uh, hole. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's he meant establishment, uh, but, he, yeah, you he, know, he in, his, in his words. He confuses the word hole with a, a lovely establishment. <laughs> I haven't been there. I haven't been to the pub. It's in Mesa, if you don't know. Pub and Grub is just kind of a, a cool dive bar in Mesa on, uh, do, or on Guadalupe and Alma School. And I used to go there all the time, way back in there. It's been open since 1984, and it has it's a time capsule. Has not changed. Never since changed. Yeah. Other than the TVs, I'm pretty sure everything's yeah. the same. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-K-U-P-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You know, we used to go there all the time, and uh, still the same, still the same. I think the same unflushed urinal. It was pretty great. Oh yeah, but the pub and grub was pretty good. But forty eight bucks for seven drinks—that's unheard of. Unheard of. That's where this guy should uh, invite that chick to go to dinner next. That's time. exactly what I want to make it up to. You. <laughs> I got you. Thank you for the pub and grub. Get you. But I did walk by and uh, and our our friend Charles, who was there, said, "You got to try the burger here." He said, "You will be surprised how mm-hmm. good it is." I'm like, all right. So maybe a, a return to the pub and grub. It's so far away Triumphant from return. me, but uh, it's almost worth it. Almost. I don't know yet. I got to try the food. Yeah, we were at the pub and grub, but Brent didn't even. He didn't pay. He brought his girlfriend. Even. She drank water the whole I time. Don't even. Yeah, I know. She could have. She could have. <laughs> who knows what she could have done? Kicked in. Still brought her. We should bring. Uh, we should uh, invite DZ down there and have a whole Dobson reunion for oh you, my Charles, God. and Holner. Mike Clark's going into the. <laughs> Pre-game the the boys from the football. Yeah. I don't know if you all saw, but uh, Dobson High School's doing its, uh, it's in the papers. It's doing its uh, Hall of Fame inductees. Coach Mike Clark's getting in there over the way. He's coming up here soon. So's uh, Coach Nancy Ellis. She dressed just like me, coached them girls softball players. Coached them not only about uh, sucking softball, but sucking life as well. (laughs) Shoot. She taught them how to field a grounder. And how to eat hair pie and do it proper. Suck. <laughs> Can't wait to get inducted. There's going to be a tear down this side because it's going to make me remember the great Derek Zellner. Who, I'm going to have him induct me. I got to wonder who goes to that. You should go. Oh, my God. Coach Clark. High school. 
Not I don't remember you. I don't remember you at all. You were one of them little sucks. I didn't, I didn't ever want to put on my football team because you didn't have size or shape of Derek Zellner. The great DZ, who I think if you're going to in, induct me into your Hall of Fame, we should officially uh, put that big 25-foot, 3-million-pound bronze statue of Derek Zellner out in front and rename this place Dobson Zellner High School. He won us the state championship back in 87. That's going to get me into the Hall of Fame. It's it's amazing how many people, I mean, so it's not like a thousand, thousands of people that show up, yeah. but Torp got inducted to his high school, but he was, you know, he brought the whole 80, family and stuff. He's 83, Grandview yeah. High School. But it's more but just the, like you stayed in the community. It's people that come over that are curious. Oh, what what is this? The high school. Who is curious about a high school Hall of Fame that would actually visit it? People that went to that high school, there's, there, I'm telling you, there's a contingency of people that would come by and say, "Oh, this guy's getting inducted. I want to see who that is." Or really, what, what's this all about? Because like you, I mean, planet? like, have you ever seen the induction? It's got to be just a little display case. No in the hall, interest. Right? I, I haven't. And there's some people that just like, you know what? I've never gone to one. Yeah. Did we have one at Dobson High School? I think gotta all be, high schools do. It's got to be just a little display case. Yeah, yeah. I bet you you did and you didn't realize it. I don't remember one at Gilbert, but I would never attend. A, like, that is the lowest achievement ever, I think. <laughs> this would be like a high school Hall of Fame. No offense to Torp, but it doesn't yeah, seem I mean, like, you well, know. I mean, he's 80. It was more like he stayed in the community. A, he was he was active with everybody, stuck around the high school. Another uh, stuff, so. buddy of mine who's a... Um, was a pitcher for the A's. He got inducted to his high school in Oklahoma, right. which there's nobody. I mean, right. you know, at the time. Well, of course he, he did. went back there. He went pro. Yeah. So they're just glomming on to that's them. That's them inducting themselves into his Hall of Fame. Like he's actually gotten famous. So then they're going to hang their hat on his. Yeah. And that's usually there's someone that came out of the Gilbert Tigers that uh, went on Is to there, the next who's level. Who's the most famous Gilbert Tiger? Got me. That's <laughs> how. That's how famous it is. I, Derek I Zellner. I can't think of one. That's Dobson well, High's number one. <laughs> Derek Zellner. I don't even. I don't know if we had. I mean, we had a uh, TJ and TJ Wright played for the Rams. I don't think we had anybody. I wonder I if Doug King. Seeing the Dobson. for what though? Swimming. Nah, nobody cares. That's the thing. Nobody cares about famous swimmers unless they're Olympians. But that's where they pull out. You know, people. Yeah, that that's go my into the... point. They're just. They didn't do anything. I love Doug. He's a good swimmer, but he didn't do anything with swimming. He's a. He's got a job. That's the thing for me. If you didn't take the thing that you've got to the level of like remarkable, then what's well, the point? Unless you're Michael Phelps or he's Greg Louganis, nobody no, remembers swimming. Nobody cares. The all only the high schools. Right, but then, but my point being, who goes to these things? Nobody cares except Doug and his family. Good for him. That's great. Yeah. And the high school, might, but nobody cares unless you go pro. Like if unless you're a football NFL player or you're a you know baseball or whatever, nobody's gonna. Nobody cares. Like Brock Purdy, he went out to what was he a Pinnacle or whatever high school he went to. Nobody even knows that, and he's from here, so he went to a high school out here. He's going to go into their Hall of Fame, and people will be like, "That's a good one." Yeah, there's that's there's a, a real couple of good Gilbert one. quarterbacks right now in college football. Can right, you? that's great. And if they ever achieve anything outside of that, yeah, come on. So maybe Doug goes to the swimming Hall of Fame. No one will care. No, I know. I love Doug. Right. No one will care. And if you even use that as a pitch line, hey, you know, I'm in the high school Hall of Fame. I'm like that's pathetic. Stop telling people that. That's that is sad. 
Don't lead with that. That sounds like an accomplishment that you should have stopped being proud of at age 18. And high school put me in the Hall of Fame. What'd you do with it? Nothing. I'm an accountant. I sell insurance. Yeah, you don't lead with that. <laughs> in my garage. You don't tell the school. Tell Go screw yourself. I don't want it. Uh, no, I might, actually. They've asked me to host things before. I'm like, what are you, crazy? I don't want to celebrate. Yeah, like I don't oh, want to celebrate high school. I'm done with high school. The whole idea was to get out of high school. We want to bring you back and put your face on the wall. Why? You guys hated me when I was there because I've accomplished something since I left. Nobody. I don't was, put me in front of seventeen-year-old women. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> there's that too. But there's yeah. I don't want to get tempted. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, you guys were the ones who sent me into every room, telling me I'd never amount to anything. You did nothing to help me. You know, you keep this garbage up, chatting during class with the voices and the nonsense. You're going nowhere. Okay. It's exactly what I do for a living. What they told me it would kill me is exactly why I made uh, anything out of my life. Everything they tried to stop me from doing in high school is what I do every day. <laughs> Quit making fart sounds, John. <laughs> You'll see. I got sent away a thousand times for the only teachers that got it. Like Mr. Delergo, who I loved, would always joke around with me. He's like, you're just funny. I'm like, thanks. I think you get it. All these other teachers hate funny people. He goes, ah, they're, you know, losers. They hated me. Mr. Craig didn't appreciate it? No. He hated me. I had two or three. There was one teacher that used to. You weren't to, ta- trying to take over the class. Never. But I talked but a lot. It just bothered And I would, I would make, like, he would say something and I'd have a smart-ass remark. And the class would laugh. And what they hated was when you got one over on them. What what teachers truly hate is a good smart snotty kid. A smart joke. Not like I wasn't going low hanging. Like I'd I'd hammer a good one out. But another one that's going into the Dobson Hall of Fame was a guy named Rick McConnell. And I thought he thought I was funny, and he was doing a thing about breathalyzers. And he's like, uh one of the girls in the class said, and then this cop just says to me, Okay, open your mouth and blow. And I'm like, Are you sure you're talking about breathalyzers? Ah, everybody in the class laughs. And Rick's like, All right, that's it, you're out of here. I don't know why you even try that stuff. What, what are you thinking? And I'm like, because it's hilarious. That was a good one. Like, she started it with her blowjob talk. All right, you're out. So I had to sit out of his class for two weeks because uh, the things I was doing was detrimental to my future. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just a mad teacher. And then you realize, oh, they're just dudes making 18 grand a year dealing with kids. That's not fair. And of course they want you to be quiet. They're trying to get through their day. They're They're poor. They're miserable. Uh, they're babysitters. and they. But then they call me back and say, we'd love to have you back. Like, Are you kidding me? You guys told me I would, you constantly on a regular basis. Everyone in school told me you're not going to amount to much. My counselor, you know, you got to stop. You got to figure out what you want to do. It's uh, joking around. And sure, maybe it's funny. but That ain't going to work. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at the Gilbert Hall of Fame. There's yeah. nobody. There's nobody. You nobody. don't care. Nobody wants right to now. go it's to that. It's so funny because you humor the... On the jabbing, gets you, it bothers the teacher. Oh yeah. Whereas uh, the funny being the funny guy in the class for it was rewarding. It, it was sh- shouldn't have been. I had a few. Like you'd get a, you'd just get, you'd automatically get a C because you're in the class. You're right. You got occasional C's. funny ha ha's and uh, you know, just a yeah. But you were behaved and probably did skits for the teachers and like wrote yes. yeah, like you did like dances and things like that. I was oh, yeah. I was the silver tongue sharp jab writer in the back of the room, and the worst thing was I would tell the and idiot you could take the teacher. Oh, for sure, <laughs> I could spin them if they, would, if they wanted to verbally like go. I mean, they were smarter than me. There's a Dobson High I could miss him. alumni. I know Paul Swingle. He played pro baseball. He yep. deserves to get in. 
Jake Bell. Why am I not in this if Jake Bell is in there? Who's Jake Bell? <laughs> uh, author? He's an author, apparently. Singer and filmmaker Marianne Dessard. Never heard of you. Nick DeWitts played pro basketball. All right, you're in. But that doesn't say in the NBA. You might have gone to Italy or something. Some pro golfer, two-time yeah, PGA Tour winner, says Revy. All right, that's a Dobson. Mickey McConnell, professional basketball. You're in. Women's soccer. And Julie Johnson. Yeah, we know about her. That's a big one. She did not play soccer at Dobson, it says. But they still took her into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but she's for, the alumni. But she's it's famous outside alumni. of school. How is Derek Selner not in there? What should we Gilbert add? Tigers. It's a Wikipedia page. Should we add him? Add in? him right. immediately. Erase everybody else and add him. <laughs> Edit that. DZ. Forever and ever the greatest athlete in the history at Dobson High. Yeah, I just don't, you know, not to get off on that. But they only take advantage. Like Dobson, like high school uh, Hall of Fame is for a teacher who stayed there for 80 years. Or them glomming on to your success and trying to act like they had something to do with it. I can say it clearly. High school had nothing to do with uh, me being anything later. You know what made me more successful in life? Working at Tony Roma's at age 15. That taught me how to hang out with adults. That taught me how to become a human being. And it taught me so much more than high school could have ever taught me. Socially or otherwise. It taught me about money. It taught me about work ethic. It taught me all sorts of stuff. High school, nothing was babysitter time. And all they did was try to screw around with you and tell you that you were going to fail. None of them were encouraging me. You got to have a... And the big thing they tell you in high school, boy, I hope a bunch of high school kids are listening. Talk about uh, you need a second or a fallback plan. Oh, go f*** yourself. If you know what you're doing, go for it. Quit with a fallback plan. That's a plan to fail. Fallback plan is an immediate plan for failure. When you don't get the thing you wanted, what are you going to do? That's not achievement. That's not ambition. Make your fart joke. John, you're going to do great at Roma's. Yeah. Yeah, I was awesome. They, they, that's what they kept saying. You're going to be a manager at Tony Roma's the rest of your life. Right? It seems all right for now. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-K-U-P-D. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And they were mad that I was working. Yeah, they didn't have any intention. I was respectful. I didn't disrupt class. Yeah. But when the opportunity arose to have a moment, I, I grabbed it. And usually. It's on the tee. Usually. Every, yeah. When they put one on a tee and you're like. So hard. Oh. I never once made a joke about Mr. Ryden's hairy nose. There it was sitting right in front of me every single day. That's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Alan Gully said something. Will you shave your nose, dick? And then he was out for two weeks because they got into an argument. And Mr. Ryden had hair. Growing off of his nose, a lot of it, a patch. And every three weeks or so, it would go away. And then two days later, you'd have like a five o'clock shadow nose. It was the most hair. Like a vine. No. It was a carpet. It was like a stamp of hair. Like lots of hair. Not a hair. Hairs. Like wow. Hair. Like more hair than Strip I have on my right head. down the nose. And it was a square. Oh, that's not saying much. It, no, no, that is true. That's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, it went down from the curves of his nose all the way over the top. Like little mastodon. Wolf boy. Yeah, he was a wolf boy. Only just here. Not on his face, not anything. Why don't you shave your nose, dick? <laughs> All right, Alan, I've had it with you. And Alan had to go lumber down the hallway after telling Mr. Rodney had a hairy nose. But we all thought it. And, of course, the thing that really made him mad was when after Alan said it, we all went, <laughs> <laughs> laughing. Somebody brought it up. So I'm going to Smoker's Corner anyway. <laughs> I needed to smoke anyway. <laughs> Poor Mr. Rodney trying to teach us algebra and growing hair on his nose and realizing it was going to eventually be a target. And it was. 
He should be in the Hall of Fame. Now, that's what a high school Hall of Fame should be. Teachers with obvious problems. Ms. Irwin, who was a little person. A constant stories at Dobson High School that she was once leapt over. No one knows the truth of the story. Everybody's heard, that was my buddy who jumped over Miss Irwin. You're right. Yeah, she should be in the high school Peg hall of fame. Peg leg slagger should be Peg in the Peg slag should be in there. Those are the high school hall of famers that still managed a 20 to 30 year career tolerating us despite being completely physically targeted by kids. People jumped over Mrs. Irwin. Harry knows a Mr. Mr. Biden riding or whatever his name is riding. Terrible. Wally Nicewanger. <laughs> that dude uh, should, yeah. Mr. Nicewanger. Carl Glasscock should be in the high school hall of fame. That dude, that dude made it with high school kids every day. Six, well, that sounded bad. Six classes a day. He Hot. made it through, made it through okay. the day. Not just made it with, he might have, but I don't think Mr. Glasscock did that. My favorite Simpsons episode was when, uh, the door opens at the school, and, and Principal Skinner says, I can assure you there'll be no more making fun of your name, Mr. Glasscock. And then he walks away, and I'm like, we had one of those. <laughs> Only for a year, though, Carl Glasscock. I guarantee you he hung himself. Say a high school Hall of Fame. I drove by last night after I left the pub and grill. Yeah. It's on the marquee. The wrestling coach is getting in. The, the softball coach is getting in. Coach Clark. We're all getting in there. And that, they deserve it because they've been tolerating high school kids. I don't think any of the kids get in They'll never ask me to be. Ian Schwartz will be in there. Ian Schwartz went to Dobson High School. They'll ask him. Local. Not in the Sports Hall of Fame. Whatever that was. They had an in author and stuff in it. Well, I don't think that's just notable alumni. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm not one of those. <laughs> but somehow or another, some author, and they didn't even include the book he wrote. How good an author are you if I don't know what book he wrote? Because I'm an author, too. Microsoft Word for Dummies. I have, I have books no one's read. I'm an author. I'm going to petition for Ian today. Yeah, let's get, get him in. in there. Yeah. Plus, because of his uh, penchant for male company, it looks good on their resume to have a gay one in there. There's got to be a softball player in there somewhere. I'm going to look at that. <laughs> has to be. Yeah. Soccer. That's close. But my only question, I understand they haven't, but like who would who would go to it and where is it and who visits it outside of the it's the same as the radio. Only, only the people know, really. Nobody listening out there knows there's a radio hall of fame. Yeah. No one. And I felt bad telling Susan when she got inducted into it. I'm, I didn't know she was inducted, and I'm like, ugh. It's just sad people in the business that have to have a pat on the back from other people because they don't, they're not real comfortable with their own accomplishments. Well, I'm being inducted on Thursday. Well, I, I, not everybody's bad. <laughs> I tried to spin them like, oops. I'm not. I don't want anything to do There's with it. There's occasionally good ones. Yeah. yeah. They put anybody in there that'll, uh, they, it's terrible. Pat McMahon's in there, right? Oh, twice. Because they thought he was going to die and they put him in there and then he's still alive oh, today. we had him in already. I'm still I'm back in the Hall of Fame after my Hall of Fame induction. I did so much more for radio, they double inducted me. I've penetrated it twice. I've a double penetration of the Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's in there for all sorts of stuff. But they there's they're happy with it. And then you go talk in front of a bunch of other radio. Of your nubs. peers. Ah, peer schmears. I don't like anybody in this business. I like Tim. Uh, from Tim and Willie and beyond, whatever he's I think done he's since. In it. He's he in it for yeah. sure. He told me once, he goes, I'm going to nominate you. I'm like, I'm not showing up. Oh, you're getting in there. And I'm like, no, I'm not. You're doing the speech then because I'm not going to that. 
You're the first thing I'd say on the podium is I never liked this business. I never liked most of you. <laughs> You're mostly sad. I'm sorry. I don't like most of you. This is a sales thing. It's, uh, they do it because then they can sell themselves. Who inducts you into the Hall of Fame while you're still working? That's what I don't get. Half of them are in the Hall of Fame, still have jobs. It's true. You're supposed to do it after you retire, was it? Because you could still screw that up. You could, like if they had inducted OJ into the Hall of Fame, like they did, but I mean, while he was still playing, they'd have had to remove him while he was still playing because he murders people. Yeah, you can't do that while they're still playing. They could do terrible things during their career. Got to wait it out, man. Anyway, it's crazy. You're not getting in. Brett's not in his Gilbert Hall of Fame. Does Gilbert nope. have anybody? Did you look? No, Nothing. I looked. I didn't see anything. Oh, there's some people in there. No. I'm going to look it up now. Yeah. Just remember, kids. High school. Not in the Sort of side. meaningless. It's a nice, fun time. Just get through it. I told that to my friend's kid the other day. Like, how you doing in school? He goes, fine. Good enough. And I'm like, just get through it. It's just a formality. You'll roll in. You'll roll out. Then life starts. It's nice. It's a fun time with your friends, but you're being babysat from age 14 on. The only way you know about the uh, high school Hall of Fames is if you're contacted. Right. I would, <laughs> but the first thing, like, we'd like to put you in the Hall of Fame. Like, I didn't have any idea that was a thing. Where is it? It's in the hall. Oh, I'm never going back in there, so there's no point. I have no intention of setting foot in my high school again. For badminton, I played one year. <laughs> I played a year. We had, there's a Hall of Fame for that, but I never really made it in badminton. You're doing a lot of great things. All right, we got a woman's basketball player in notable one. Haley Cavender. Oh, the Cavenders went to Gilbert? Those are the chicks hey, that are hey. just, they're the NIL girls. They're making a fortune off their, their uh-huh. she's a twin. So her and her sister are playing for Miami, and they are They've gone viral. mopping up uh, cash through their, uh, really? check out their Instagram page. It's all about their butts. Nice job, Gilbert High. <laughs> couple of sweet-ass twins out there. We'll put them in the Hall of Fame. That's what they should do, too. Oh, Petersons. Put the hot chicks that went to school. Like, Christy Greenway should be in the Dobson High School Hall of Fame. Oh. Jack uh, Plummer. I thought, what? Got the drummer from Lifehouse in there. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> That's a low bar for Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's great. I thought this said Jake Plummer. Yeah, it's Jack Me, Plummer. Yeah. It's very close. Yeah. Played for three different colleges. Yeah, I don't get it. Got nothing. I mean, it means something to that person. But, I mean, like you said, Doug King, our friend Doug King, goes into the Dobson Hall of Fame for swimming. Come on, Doug. You're better than that. You know, don't, be, don't be all you know braggy about it. He'd make jokes about it. And then who are you talking to when they give you the, Is it a ceremony? You just go tell your family how happy you are to be in the this? The administration, your family and friends. You still know the administration? No. I haven't been there for Someone 30 contacts years. You and all new people. Am. <laughs> they don't know me. <laughs> Hilarious. So don't offer Dobson. I'm not interested. I don't think they were going <laughs> to. Based off everything they told me while I was there about what a loser I was going to be, <laughs> to have the nerve to call me back and say, you've done great for yourself. Would you like to be in the Dobson Hall of Fame? Oh, sure. You'll love the speech. You know, every one of you people told me I was going to be a f- loser. Here's Brady's. Up around here. They got some people. Yeah. Beverly D'Angelo. Oh. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Jack Nicholas, of course, is your big boy. Did he go to that school? He did. That's why they, that's then how they got named the name. it after him. Oh, that was he because got named after how he got. The So school. Golden Bears. The Golden Bears. Was first. Okay, so that was it. You got two real good ones. Everybody else is nobodies. 
known in my uh, silver medalist Abby Johnson. That's pretty good. She she actually achieved something. High school Hall of Fame. High school Hall of Fame ends the day they give you that paper and say, "Go live your check life. out Grandview High School." That's course. That's a good I doubt one, if he that would be the sports, but he probably wouldn't be under the notable. No, he's not a notable yeah. alumni. Yeah, they just they have their high school Hall of Fame like a dude who ran for three hundred yards ten times. Grandview High School. So there's like three hundred of them. There it is. What if he's like the only one? What a beautiful. Where? How far away is Grandview? From oh, they got nothing. They don't even have ten minutes. They don't have notable people at it. Anyway, high school is always. You know, I always feel bad for the people who are who miss it to the point where they never actually live their lives. I know two girls that had such a great run in high school. That's why I always said peaked in high school. They had such great runs in high school that they thought the world was going to be theirs. And then I remember seeing them at MCC, and they were dying to get the clicks back together. Wouldn't give me the time of day in high school, but I see them at MCC. Oh, my God, it's John Holmberg. How are you? I'm like, you didn't, you didn't even want to talk to me last year like in high school. Now you're desperate for comfort because you're not the most popular thing on the campus. Nobody cares about you. It was destroying them. And that's why I think a lot of those hot girls put 15 pounds on their freshman year. They're not getting catered to anymore. Pizzas. Yeah. Oh, they're they, getting catering. They're, they're getting catering. <laughs> all right. And then they put on 15 pounds and then, what are these bumps? What have I done? <laughs> My life is over. Because you slept with like nine guys to try to get popular again. You end up with the ASU scourge, which is called herpes. <laughs> ASU hands out herpes more than diplomas. <laughs> I wonder if that's You get credit true. for it now. Oh, yeah. It's a class. How to handle your herpes 101. Half credit. You can scrub them off with sandpaper, but you're just going to cause a bigger issue with your underpants. Yeah, the ASU uh, STD class, has, that's probably a real thing. It's probably a whole wing. That's probably they've expanded so much into the West Valley. Uh, it's 620. If you're in your high school hall of fame, I apologize, but it does mean absolutely Congratulations. nothing. The rest of the world, is it's, it's fairly sad. If you're bragging about it, I wouldn't maybe have a plaque in my closet. Like, yeah, I'm in there, but I don't like people to think that I'm celebrating that. you got to accomplish more than high school. Life is a lot more than those three and a half, four years. Let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800, a good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD.